Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for October 20th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And also don't forget to check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Do it once a week with Schwan Humes to go over the current happenings in women's MMA, mostly in the UFC, but we talk about other stuff as well. And also, uh, last Friday, I did a special edition of the... uh, Big Bad podcast with my friend Charlie, who lives in Japan. And what we were talking about mostly was Ham So He uh, leaving um, leaving uh, Ryzen. And we're gonna I'm gonna talk about that a little bit here because we have a uh, a result here, but uh, of what happens. But uh, I highly recommend you check that out because we talk uh, about what her choices are going to be. And uh, well, we'll talk about that. I'll talk about that during this. Uh, podcast and also the one on Thursday as well. Okay, uh, I want to start with um, Hikaru Shida versus Big Swole from uh, last Wednesday's AEW show. Somebody finally posted the, the uh, video and this is a title match. Um, you know, Big Swole looks good, but she is sluggish in the ring and she makes a lot of mistakes. You know, she has that bodybuilder look, which doesn't really bother me very much. But you have to do more than just look like a bodybuilder. You have to be able to go in the ring. And, you know, Hikaru tries to cover up her uh, her mistakes, but, you know, she can only do so much. It's an okay match, but it's lacking. And I think Big Swole has trouble keeping up with Hikaru. You know, Hikaru uh, looks like a little girl, right? She she, uh, doesn't look particularly muscular, but she is, okay? They just don't... In Japan, most of the girls there... And you can see that with Asuka and also with Kyrie and, and Io. They don't try to look like bodybuilders. They're trying to be great wrestlers. You know, but believe me, those girls are strong. There's no, they're not kidding around. Now, uh, Big Swole slips while attempting a sunset flip powerbomb. But uh, Swole does not do the little things that can result in a good match. Of course, uh, Karu wins with a Shining Wizard. And now they're having Penelope Ford criticizing Swole for her performance after Penelope had a great match against Hikaru a few weeks ago. That was all Hikaru. And he's going, oh, Penelope looked great. Well, look who she was working with. I think AEW needs to beat the bushes for wrestlers who can work good matches with Hikaru. Right now they've got um, Serena Deeb, uh, right? But I think their options are limited with who they have now. They're just, they're not good enough. Okay, uh, last night on uh, Raw, okay, uh, Asuka defended her Raw Women's Championship against Lana, and Lana won a battle royal by hiding after Nia Jax put her through the broadcast table. Again. You know, it's, it's very unsatisfying when battle royals end that way. Plus, Lana should stick to acting and forget about wrestling. Uh, the match was really a two-minute ma- waste of Asuka's talent. It just kind of led to another angle. Uh, afterwards, uh, Naya put Lana through a table again. That's like the fifth week in a row, right? Then Naya and Shayna Baszler tried to attack Asuka, but she got away. And that led to a four-way uh, clusterfuck tag team match, okay? Which... I mean, that's if, if this is why you had Lana facing Asuka, 
you know, it's just a waste of her talent. She just deserves better. Okay. So, and I don't even know if she's on uh, the, the uh, Hell in the Cell, uh, um, the Hell in the Cell this weekend. I have no idea. Okay. Anyway, we got two um, matches from Saturday's um, UFC show. So the first one is Jessica Andrade versus Caitlin Chukagian. And that uh, this is Jessica's debut at Flyweight. Caitlin is the number one contender, though she has already lost a title fight. So obviously she wants another shot. But if Jessica wins, she will get that title shot. I mean, look, I'm hearing whining about it already. But here's the thing. If you don't want her to get a title shot, don't put her in there against the number one contender. Okay. But that's what they did, right? Anyway, though Caitlin is much taller than Jessica and has a significant reach advantage, I don't think she would be able to keep, I didn't think she would be able to keep Jessica at bay for three rounds. And Jessica really wastes no time in closing the distance and Caitlin is already backpedaling. You know, she's in trouble already. Jessica lands a body shot that sends Caitlin running to the other side of the cage and Jessica hunts her down and lands a knee. And then instead of going headhunting, she lands another body shot and the ref stops it. Jessica said afterwards that she deliberately went after Caitlin's body because her weight cut leaves her vulnerable to body shots. So, so Jessica is the first female fighter to win in all three uh, UFC weight classes. She got a performance bonus and she's going to get that uh, flyweight title shot. So Caitlin uh, has been talking retirement recently. Okay, that time may be now. Okay, the second fight was uh, Jillian Robertson versus Poliana Botello. And that is also at flyweight. Jillian is a grappling whiz, originally from Niagara Falls, Ontario. But she has been training for years with Dean Thomas in Florida. They were saying that they actually live across the street from each other. Uh, she earned her BJJ black belt this week. Her striking is subpar. Poliana started out at strawweight, but she has now moved up to flyweight. She is 3-1 in the UFC, but all three fighters that she beat have been released. So she is primarily a striker who needs to improve her takedown defense and ground game. Poliana said in an interview that she has been uh, working with uh, women's MMA pioneer Anna Michelle Tavares at Nova Unia. Um, Poliana has a significant size advantage. What she needs to do is keep the fight standing. So she's able to do this in round one because Jillian uh, doesn't use striking to set up her takedowns. She finally does get a takedown at the end of the round, but I scored the round 10-9 for Poliana. In round two, Jillian catches a kick to get a takedown, and she controls rounds two and three on the ground. So she couldn't get a submission or a finish with uh, ground and pound. Uh, I scored the fight 20 928 for Jillian. Afterwards, she called out Antonina Shevchenko. I still think Jillian will have problems with the better fighters in the division until she improves her striking significantly. Okay, this, on this uh, uh, weekend's UFC show, UFC 254, we have two women's matches on the show. Okay, uh, let's look at both of them. The first one is at flyweight. It is Lauren Murphy against uh, Lilia Shakarova. Now, um, 
uh, it was supposed to be. Um, hold on. The fight was the fight was supposed to be Cynthia Calvillo, and she tested positive for um, uh, COVID nineteen. So Lilia is filling in with a um, uh, about a week's notice, a little over a week. Now she's from Uzbekistan. She has fought mostly in Russia. She actually just fought a couple of weeks ago. Her record is 8-1. and one. Uh, She uh, um, has worked for Fight Night Global and other uh, Russian MMA companies. Um, you know, I watched a couple of her fights, and I just don't think she's fought decent competition to date. Uh, Lauren Murphy has been around the UFC for quite a while now. Her record is 13-4. and four. Uh, she's been doing pretty well at flyweight recently. I think a lot of the reason for this is she's been uh, training at uh, Fortis MMA in uh, Houston, and um, uh, Saif Saud uh, is becoming known for what I would call remedial training, where what he tries to do is take veteran fighters and you know f- fix their bad habits. And, and Lauren's bad habits during her career most of the time is that she's not aggressive enough. And I think that's something that Saud has been working on. And uh, I would obviously expect Lauren to win that fight unless Lilia shows me something that I didn't see in her videos. Okay? All right. The other uh, uh, fight is also at flyweight. It is Liana Jojua versus Miranda Maverick. Now, uh, Liana Jojua, uh, they're both young fighters. Liana is 25 years old from Georgia. And she's fought mostly in Russia. Okay, her record is eight and three. Um, she won her UFC. She's one and one in the UFC. She uh, won her uh, a fight in July against Diana Belbito. I don't think is any uh, better than her. But she's another one. She's fought for Russian companies like Fight Night Global. Okay, Miranda is twenty three years old from um, uh, Missouri. Uh, she trains in uh, Springfield, Missouri. And uh, her record is seven and two. I think uh, fans have seen her in Invicta, and um, you know she's had uh, decent results in Invicta. Um, you know, uh, but she I think won one of those tournaments last time out back in February. So you know she's making her UFC debut. She had a fight canceled a few months ago. Uh, so uh, you know you don't know what she's going to be like. Basically, you've got two lower level fighters. Who knows if either of them are any, but ever going to be any good. Okay. As I mentioned, I uh, did a podcast last uh, Friday with uh, my friend Charlie. We were talking about uh, Ham So He and uh, the fact that uh, Ham So He uh, has left um, Ryzen and uh, relinquished the uh, Ryzen uh, Super Atomweight Championship. So uh, they had a press conference on Monday. And the thing that Charlie and I predicted was that she had basically two choices. She was either going to find with, sign with uh, one championship or the UFC was going to start a atomweight division for her and then she could sign there. But she has signed with one championship as of Monday. Um, uh, uh, Sakagabara, the uh, Ryzen president, he said that uh, their contract with, uh, was not with uh, Ham So He but with uh, Road FC. And so it's really uh, her contract with Road FC that has expired. And I'm not even sure if they're in business anymore. 
Okay, so uh, like I said, she signed with one championship. Not particularly surprised by that. I, I felt figured that would be their first her first choice, and they're willing to pay her. So uh, and uh, you know she's likely what uh, we might see a tournament over there, and what what it will likely lead to is a fight between Hamso He and um, one championship's current champion Angela Lee. Angela is currently. Uh, on pregnancy leave, uh, but uh, I expect we'll uh, see her return down the road, and I would not be surprised to see her face Ham Sohee at some point. Okay, but hey, we got that one right. Sometimes a, even a blind squirrel finds it out, right? Anyway, that's about it for today. Again, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you uh, uh, also, check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. We're going to do another one on Thursday. If you have any questions or comments for my blog or either of my podcasts, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.